When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points, to what we expect to possibly be the best episode yet, because we have today not one forfeit, but two, and we will explain why in a little bit. Uh, as per usual, I'm joined in the studio by the gut man, Jack Ball. Good morning. You sound very nervous. Um, I'm it's very, definitely, I'm very it's definitely nervous. afternoon now. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm, I'm too scared to Everybody's know what's going on. Everybody's so nervous. And we have Mr. Emotional Baron Cross. Smug. Baron Cross. Baron Cross. Weekend. And of course, I'm the stat man, David Monday. And like I said, we've got two forfeits, not just one this week, because we had the most unbelievable end to game week five you could possibly imagine. Now... Just to give you, what we're going to do, we're not going to do the usual highlights and lowlights. We're going to we're going to take you through the saga of game week five as it happened to explain why it was so close, and we'll then obviously reveal who is doing forfeits and when and why as we go. So we'd just like to start with the fact that Jack, you actually played your wild card for game week five. Would you like to just remind people who you brought in and how confident you felt going into the start of the game week? It's not so much I felt confident going into this game week. I feel more confident going forward in general. I've got very good fixtures coming up for this weekend. I've made, I think, nine changes. So my front line includes Murata now. So he joins Lukaku and Jesus. Um, Decore and Fabregas came in. Didn't really do much. Um, and in defence, I've got Lowe and Schindler of Huddersfield and Maguire. I told you last week that I'm not putting as much finances into my defence. Mm-hmm. Um, annoyingly, I had Norton on the bench. I ah, kept yes. sheet. I know you had Fabianski on the bench. Yeah, a lot of um, people had that. And I've, I've also got Shalaba and Kiko Firmino from Watford. So it's, it's a very different team. So I've it? got three Watford players, two Huddersfield players, which I guess is, could be described as a bit of a risk. But the fact is, I've now got a bench that are getting points, which I've not had this season. That's true. And th- some of them had hard fixtures this week, and I was willing to take that on the chin. I said to Baron on the way up on Saturday that I wasn't expecting any clean sheets actually from from the game. And you didn't get uh, any. And I didn't. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. And just to Sorry. let everybody know that you your captain was Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku. So uh, to set a bit more context, we should also point out that my captain was Harry Kane, as was Baron's. Um, so where we're going to start is actually on Saturday night because Saturday relatively boring day really. So Harry Kane, my captain, Baron's captain, and what did he do, Baron? Squat. He did absolutely <coughs> um, nothing. Yeah, that was definitely my low light of the week. Harry Kane, at home to Swansea, oh. off the back of two goals at Everton. It's September. Two we're goals against Borussia Dortmund as well. He's the man. Yeah, two goals at Wembley, and just I mean you look at the stats and wonder how Spurs haven't won. Yeah. Um, Hit the bar as well. So yeah, by the end of Saturday, I mean, Jack and I were travelling back from Bury because we've been covering Plymouth Argyle up there. So um, yeah, Harry Kane, I mean, I, I was trying to sort of avoid my score because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit of a purist and although I knew a lot of the results, I was trying to just wait for match of the day and just sort of try and soak it all up. And um, But Jack had told me, which is probably helpful for how we take forward Sunday, Jack had told me Saturday night that it was pretty clear I wasn't going to get the forfeit because yeah. I'd, had, I'd had a few other decent points. So the standings we were left on, I've gone back and double-checked this. So at, on Saturday night, Jack had 30 points in the bank with Morata, Fabregas and Lukaku as captain to play. 
And I'd just like to point out it's to a good you position that, to be. that you both mocked my picking of Lukaku's well, captain. We didn't, we didn't mock it. It was more a case of you haven't got Kane. That was more what I mocked, to be fair. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll agree to disagree <laughs> on that one. I had 34 points. I had three points coming in off the bench, so effectively I had 37, and I had Mkhitaryan and Lukaku, not my captain, to play. Baron had 41 with Valencia, that's right, Antonio Valencia, Mkhitaryan and Lukaku all to play. So, as we've already alluded to, Baron is in a very strong position at this point. So I had you covered, basically. He had me covered, and so that therefore meant you were guaranteed at least second place, so you were, you were out of the, the race. So, but coming to Sunday, it's basically between me and Jack to see who's going to do a forfeit this week, and I was obviously absolutely... I was just so nervous because with Morata and Fabregas, mm. Chelsea v Arsenal, we're thinking this could be 6 or 7 nil. Morata's going to get a hat-trick, Fabregas will get, a, get three assists and a goal. Uh, and yeah, Jack, what happened, what happened there? Nothing much <laughs> at all, really. Um, uh, Super Sunday, I was looking forward to it all weekend <laughs> and as usual. It's funny because we talked, to, as Baron's already said, that we were coming back from uh, Bury on uh, Saturday night. And I said to Baron, I shouldn't mock you too much for the game because I know I'll end up biting him in the ass <laughs> on the Sunday, which it did in the first game. Fabregas got three points, Morata got one. Even the booking was annoying. But that's yeah. a killer, isn't it? it one is point, Morata, that's a killer. But, it's, a, but it's, a, it's, a, it's about a long game for my team. And, and I know what it's like for you. When, when you have someone else who's got the same coaching, but they're, they're captain, yeah. it's a horrible position to be in. I was, I was so, the, the problem was, was that I was pretty much resigned to I was like, I've definitely, surely the ball is definitely going to be for me. And then when it finishes nil-nil, between Chelsea and Arsenal, I'm, I'm like, it's the hope that kills you, because I was like, mm. I hold on a minute. Like, he's only got four points out of that game, so we were then level on real-term points at that point. So I had 34 still, because I had no one in that game. And you had 34 as well, but I had three coming in from the bench. And I had one player left to play. You had one player left to play, that's Lukaku as your captain. So effectively you had two Lukakus, but I had Lukaku and Mkhitaryan, so it literally came down to the wire for that game. No, um, I, I was in the neutral position, yes, so I was were. sort of sat in the office with David, Jack was out of the office, so David and I were sort of, I was watching this unfold in front of David's eyes, <laughs> and he was just was a mess. <laughs> praying for Mkhitaryan to have a brilliant day and Lukaku to do nothing, that was your perfect scenario. Yeah, I mean that's what we'd agreed just before the game, but this is what has to happen, I figured it was pretty unlikely, but hey, you know, foot, such as football. A manner, all manner of things happened after that. So obviously, while Baron is already in a ridiculously strong position, three minutes into that game, Antonio oh. Valencia just smacks one in the top corner out of oh. nowhere, and you, you went mad. Like it was actually, oh. it was almost awkward being next to you because yeah. I was like, this is like a one-man love session. It was phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, just, when a defender scores and you think they've got a good chance of getting a clean sheet, and you think, well, that's an early candidate for three bonus points, and you just yeah. Think, this can't get any better, is it? <laughs> this is going really, really well. Yeah. And it wasn't just a sloppy defender's yeah. goal, was no, it? Like it a header was was so crystal. It's a goal that you would probably not celebrate, but certainly appreciate uh, even if it wasn't in your team. And I think what FPL managers will uh, will uh, understand as well is that because he's six and a half million, mm-hmm. you kind of want your defenders to do something like that. And it just felt like, because he's now the top scoring defender in the game, taking Ben Davis' oh, crown, yeah. it's sort of a bit of vindication that you've spent, you've got a lot of my budget there in defence, so it was a little bit of vindication as well, but that, that meant I, my feet were well and truly up, and I was just sort of <laughs> eating popcorn watching David's expression. And after that Chelsea game, when Valencia scored, I died a little inside, yeah. a part of me will never return after that <laughs> it, it was just such a good moment, because there were people working elsewhere in the office, you know, doing actual work. apologise. Yeah, like, and they were just sort of like peering over the top of their desks like, what is he doing? Because yeah. he was just standing up there going, yeah. like that. It's just like, bear, bear, we're at work. It's a working <laughs> environment, not, not Weatherspoons. Not the pub, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the rest of the game, obviously, I mean, it was still just very nervy for me, as you as you saw. Mm. Because again, what, what I desperately needed was a Mkhitaryan goal and nothing for Lukaku. And actually, it, it was nervous, yes, but Lukaku was actually relatively well marked out yes, of the game. I mean, yeah. he had the odd chance, he Quiet. missed that sitter as well. So my heart was in... 
was in all the wrong places. But you know, then oh, oh, that moment because you have Mkhitaryan as well when. Lukaku oh. puts him through and he just pings it in the corner. Oh. I absolutely lost it because obviously it was, that, it was like five minutes left. It was like a double act on TV. Oh. It was a double act in the office. We it shared so high good. fives. Well, literally, we both stood up and high tended. It was amazing. feel Jack just <laughs> melting away at home. Another part of my body died that day. So <laughs> there's only 75% of me left oh, after that weekend. And what, what, it's Harry what, story. Exactly. I mean, he's not scored so far this season. And the best thing about it was the fact that Obviously, you needed Lukaku to do well, but I had him too, so I, there was a little bit of leeway. But it was the fact that your captain assisted my player was just oh, like, there was so much irony to I it. I didn't it know fantastic. how to feel. It was such a weird. <laughs> I felt like a teenage girl. I yeah. didn't know how to feel. My yeah. emotions were all over the place. <laughs> I mean, I was the same because I mean, obviously, I was like, Mkhitaryan scored, but then it was like, oh, but Lukaku assists. So then again, calculations and like all over the place. But obviously, like there wasn't long left in the game, so I'm thinking, surely, surely this is it. I've, I've, I've avoided it. And actually, Man U, Man U weren't doing particularly well in the second. No, game. they weren't. No. So, and then, but the problem, the problem was, Lukaku took that free kick, and then it went out to the left, and then he made the classic Lukaku run where he just nips in the back post, and we just turn around, Lukaku, and obviously Baron's got him in his team. He doesn't care. So he was like, was it was well. like Dave, 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 he scored, and I was just like. It was just I went from like you know slow motion top to bottom ball. because I was su- still in the throat like throws of celebrating Mkhitaryan's goal. I and think I, turned I around celebrated and, oh. more than Lukaku in my living room. Oh yeah, you probably did. I yeah, was waving to fans and all sorts. Oh but man, then you crucified the maths. Yeah, so then I so I did some maths and I was like, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Okay, I'm hold still it, oh, in this. Oh, okay, it, I'm still in this right because we worked out because of me having Mkhitaryan and the fact that he'd scored and the three points I was going to get off the bench as well, factoring some live bonus points in as well. What you needed to do was get six more points out of Lukaku than me and in one goal obviously because he's a captain doubles of four so that's you get an extra four so you needed an extra two so another assist from Lukaku another uh, goal from Lukaku because Mkhitaryan had gone off by that Mkhitaryan point then well. went off just after Lukaku's goal and Dave literally had nothing in that game so that meant I had nothing despair. I had nothing so all I needed was Lukaku not to do anything and so then, yeah, so you needed just a goal or assist, anything would win it with, for you. With how long left? With honestly it's four or five minutes yeah, left. Long. And obviously we had the, the thing turned on very loud and I went back to what I was doing, I was sorting out some pages of the Herald and then I just hear in my ear, and the referee's given a penalty! And I'm like, no, no, clearly Lukaku's going to take this penalty. Oh, no, no. And I was just like, life is not fair. Life is not fair. How could you... Like, giving me the Mkhitaryan goal was like showing me the, te- the carrot, taking it away, and then Lukaku hitting me with a stick. I, I grabbed my phone, I dropped my phone, I grabbed it with such haste, picked it up again. My, 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 my home oh. button's not working, so it took me a while to log into my phone. I was in the middle of texting, and then... Oh, right, and then and what then, happened was... Anthony Martial picks up the ball and he's like, I'm taking this penalty. And I was and I'm like, yes, he's not even going to take it. I genuinely could not believe it. Oh, it was just unbelievable scene. So then obviously nobody's got Martial, so we were just like, what a pointless goal this is, was what you were saying. I was, oh no, I, wasn't, I was so angry. <laughs> I, was so, I, I wanted to go up and confront Martial. Oh, I felt no. like driving but up to that's Manchester. what does to you, like we shouldn't care, but like it's so important that recognised penalty takers take yeah, their penalties. Yeah, exactly. That's like the key thing. Sometimes you put people in your team for that reason. But I mean, the thing is, Martial had effectively won the penalty, so I do, I do understand why Lukaku was like, yeah, you take it, because well, he had won the penalty. Lukaku missed his last one. Yeah, Lukaku missed his last penalty. Well, we have to remember that. I mean, that, that would, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, if, if they've got a penalty, if he misses it, then that's fantastic. But if he, even if he doesn't take it, it's still, you know, still exciting. It's for a me weird situation then. for you to be as well. Yeah, he is your player. He is in my team, and I was like, I don't, I don't want him to do anything. But then, so then it finishes four 0 The game ends, and we had the live bonus points up on Fantasy Football Fix, and we could see. Right, that Lukaku was getting three, and uh, that I mean you get six, but I had those three as well, so I think I still was just inside that bracket to keep you reeled in from the difference. But crucially, 
crucially, Mkhitaryan's going to get two bonus points. And again, we quickly worked out all the calculations, and so full time, I, I've scraped away it's by worth, one point. It's worth pointing out that I, I, was, co- ta- I was trying to count up the scores as well. Yeah, like, yeah, you got yeah. the car, you can add those three points, oh. unless you're saying, oh, you've lost, Dave, you've lost. Like, our group chat was just frantic calculations. So, basically, provisional bonus points in. Jack had 58 points, and I had 59, with that 59th point being Mkhitaryan's second bonus point. And thankfully, I finished all my work, so I stayed a little bit later just to keep refreshing that page. Like, <laughs> come on, confirm the bonus points, confirm them, confirm them. And then they confirmed them. And what did they do? They took away one of Mkhitaryan's bonus points, which meant we finished level. And again, it was like well, there were all those moments in the game where I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, yes, oh, relieved. I find, And then, oh, oh, actually, no. No, he's lost that bonus point. So actually, we're level. So then we were like, what do we do? Like, what, what, how, do we, how do we settle this? Like, we, what are we going to do? So we basically decided, after about an hour's worth of chatting, we said, right, okay, the best impartial way to do this, we put a Twitter poll online and we say, right, you guys settle this, the fans, with four options. Either we both do a forfeit, the team with the most goals doesn't do the forfeit, the team with the fewest goals does, team with the fewest bonus points, team with the worst performing captain. And the results were... 48% of people, so actually what won was 48% of people voted for goals. The way it should be. The way it should be. another twist. But there's another twist because we both have three goals in our team. <laughs> and we said if we are tied on what they vote for, we then go to the second thing on the poll, which was we both have to do a forfeit. And, and here we and are. Here, and that brings us now <laughs> to the present day. My anger for Martial has now turned to fear and it will turn to anger again afterwards. He has honestly been shaking like all morning because he does I hate surprises. It. I hate the unknown. So, right. So, basically, the way, we're gonna, the way we're going to do this is Jack is going to do his first, is that right? Yes. And then I'm going to do mine after. And Jack, you do need your laptop. So we um, told Jack to bring his laptop. Again, we say this every week, but we have no idea what our forfeits yes, are. Yes, that's right. This totally yeah. in the dark. So, Whereas I am smug and in the know. So if you could log into your Outlook, please, Jack. Can you log into your emails? Which you presumably have open. So, Jack, if you could head to the calendar section of the Sport Diary. So, what Jack needs to do... Oh, my, in- my email's frozen. No, sure. it's not. What Jack needs to do is go to the, the, the Sport Diary. So, that's the, the diary for our sports desk. And create a new event um, <laughs> this afternoon at, um, should we say, uh, three o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, three o'clock this afternoon. So, he's just doing that now. He's just logging in. Right, so what you want to do is, the title for this event is going to be Toilet Break. Am I going to get sacked for this? No. <laughs> Am I not doing next week's podcast? <laughs> and then location, men's toilets, obviously. Oh, well, that's, that's kind of you. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it'll be 3pm until 3.45. I'm swore. <laughs> right, uh, then in the description, just put, thinking about my FPL team. Okay, and here comes the twist. Jack, could you now please click on invite attendees? <laughs> <laughs> and I've provided you... The Trinity Mirror CEO, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've provided you with a list of people from our office I would like you to invite to this event in the toilet. I'm checking that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've carefully picked people we think will not treat this as sexual assault. Like, so I've got all these people in now? Yeah. Do you just talk to me yourself? Yeah. So Jack is now doing that. Um, so so to summarise, so Jack has inputted an appointment into the official work public calendar <laughs> for toilet break. <laughs> this description, thinking about my FPL team in the men's toilets. Yeah. He's now going to send that out to a One, list two, of three, at least four, 10 five, people six, in seven, the office. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, Generally friendly 14. people that we can trust. 
Although, of course, six of them but are, are well, we probably let them in the, the reactions. Do so I have to send to all of these people? Okay, yes, you do, yeah. And then also, could you, what you have to, a little bit like um, send to all from Michael McIntyre, we need you to um, put in here, please reply as to whether or not you can attend. I can't do this. <laughs> I literally, I can, I can film uh, <laughs> <laughs> time speech. How many have you added so far? Oh, everyone now. Everyone, right, okay. I, I, so then, yeah, in the description, put uh, put here in like capital letters in red so that they definitely see it. Please reply to this with an email to say whether you can I'm attend. Not, well, I know you shouldn't break the fourth barrier, but Erin is filming this. Erin, do you think this, <laughs> I'm going to get the doing this? No, Like I said, we picked own, people please. that probably Erin is on the list, so we will need a response. Yeah, you are actually around. on the list, actually. Please yeah. attend. Um, no, please, no, well, <laughs> clearly you want them to, by the fact you're saying this. You need to say... Um, can you please reply with an email to say whether or not you will be attending? Because <laughs> uh, and then basically throughout the podcast, every time you get a reply, could you read it out for us? Oh God! Oh, can, can I not? Am I not allowed to say this is a joke? No. no. Well, no. But I think it's, it's a forfeit. It's a forfeit. Oh, no, I can't. They, come on, they'll work it out. They'll work it out. Would you like? Well, should we press send for you then? Oh, is that right, yeah, we should probably just double check. And Jack, this is the way Alvaro and Marta wanted it. Yeah, exactly. Is that is that everything that it should be? <laughs> just going from a straight face reading. Oh, it's so good. I literally feel sick. <laughs> I've still got to do mine. I've got no idea what mine. The thing is, is the, the, the worst Why part I want this is most is Stuart Abel's face. <laughs> for that kind of stuff. The worst part of this is having to walk out of the office at the end, not knowing. <laughs> and everyone's just going to be. Do you, do you know what I think is even better about this is the fact that I actually I floated this idea. I, oh yeah, this, oh. yeah, of course, yeah. I, I'm literally shaking. <laughs> I'm literally shaking. Let's just see if we can move on with David's because oh, exactly. the tables will turn. Right, am I yeah. right to send it on? I, I, I literally can't do it. I've sent it, right. Oh, is that gone? Yeah, it's gone. No, oh. and do you want to send it anyway? Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's in, it's, in, it's, <laughs> it's in, in the diary. There we go. It's there. So I would just like to also point out, I actually floated this idea last week as Baron's forfeit, and Jack said, nah. So I uh, these two me. Yeah, you said it was a bit harsh, so I thought. Hey, no, thanks, Baron. <laughs> however, however, as we're about to find yeah, the out, table's Jack, not David turned. did ask me how severe Jack's was and whether this was worse. And yeah, I wanted to keep it. Listeners, you're about to find out that Jack's is worse. But well, hopefully, there's no way of knowing. I hope Quite this works out. Surely. So I've just got to stand up to get to get David's forefinger. Oh, is it behind me? It is. It's been behind you this whole time. Oh wow! And, and it is being filmed. And it is underneath this plate. And you've got. Oh, a is it eat. chilly? You've got to eat. What is there? Can I, am I lifting yeah, it up now? Lift it up. Is it a chilli? Yes. Oh no. To eat it. I'm not, I'm not, to, I'm not totally hard. You can give me some milk. some milk. I've not actually done the chilli challenge before. Although, no, I had, I'm hoping this is, this is supposed to be the hottest chilli of the pack. In which country? The world. This country, I'm not trying okay. to board up. I'm not that rich. So I, I don't think it was brilliant. I don't even money. like milk. <laughs> so right, should we get some... I, uh, I think it's crop. In one go, you've got to eat it, chew it, swallow it. I'm amazed at how relaxed these are. I'm not relaxed. Right, so do we need some newspaper for me? To, do we work at one. Should we, uh, should we put some down in case I spill something, like the milk? I don't want to ruin uh, Bill Martin's cup <laughs> with my vomit. It's a bit more worrying that I've had no responses yet. <laughs> they think they're more nervous. <laughs> You'll get to half past three and they'll all be in the toilet waiting. Jack's just preoccupied now with his own for but... I'm normally quite good at eating challenges. Like, I, I was always very good at the hot dog challenge, but they were never spicy, so... Right, no more delaying, David, no more okay. talking. Let me open the milk so I can get the milk in at the same time. You're not allowed, you've got to leave it for a minute or two before you have A minute or two? Yeah. Oh, oh you didn't say that. We have to let it set in, yeah. Oh, dear. Right, here we go, then. I hope it's hot. That is very hot. 
But I've swallowed it. So we have to wait a minute, yeah? You have to wait for a minute. Give it a little while, yeah. Are we going to continue the podcast? Is it going to be like that scene in Johnny English where he's all just sort of like... We don't react at all. This doesn't affect you in any way. I can smell the heat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the sweats are coming in. The sweats are coming in. (laughs) Can we focus on David's David's armpits before he leaves? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, another level. I can can feel it cranking up. Right, the next... Should we move on then? Yeah. Should we talk about... No, no, my voice hasn't gone like that just yet. There was a lot of saliva in my mouth there. <laughs> Tell you what, Baron, you like doing a member. <laughs> Baron, would you like to talk about a member? Let's, should, we, should we get the fireworks up? Right, this is the last thing I'm going to say for the next five no, minutes. I think you do need to talk a bit. I think that's the whole point of the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on to Mbemba Mbemba, your fifth defender. There we go. So, yeah, Baron, so would you like to talk us... So, whilst, whilst Aaron, Mbemba. thankfully, just films David's melting, oh. I'll, uh, I'll go through Mbemba. So... Chancellor Mbemba, still the, the only, or I, I think, may not be the only one now, but the, the key 4.0 million pound <laughs> asset. The great thing is, he's back this week. David's gone very red. <laughs> Mbemba is back. He, he reclaimed his, his spot in the Newcastle United Can I have the milk yet? <laughs> despite the fact that uh, Jesus Hamez did so okay. well at Swansea. So, yes, I've picked out some of Mbemba's stats as we like to, because we are a big Mbemba fan club. They are here. hot stats. Not as hot as the chilli. <laughs> Uh, so, key stats, five clearances, two interceptions, uh, one key pass, and eight of his 12 duels were won. So, again, fairly uh, unimportant uh, <coughs> figures. Oh, this is going so well. Oh, man. Let me know when I can have the milk. But, yeah, so Mbemba, still the go-to formula had option, and this week, Mark Southerns <laughs> finally mentioned him. Hey. So, we got their first mark. <laughs> <laughs> can I just point out that the end of Mbemba? Right red in the face. Oh, I've got tears now. Not voluntary ones. Is it seriously out. hot? It's actually not as hot as I expected, oh, okay. but it is hotter than I can cope with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crucially. Crucially, that's the key thing. So is that the end of the Mel- oh. members' roundup? So I think David I think can have so, a sip yeah. of milk. Oh, I don't even like milk, but I just know that it's just. It We've got to get in there. Lactose intolerant. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> God, his lips were trembling as I went in his mouth. That's that's great. That's. I bought that for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the milk. He also <laughs> bought you the chili. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Where'd you get it from? I, I, went, I, went, I, went, I was actually driving up the A38 to Tesco and Lee Mill to make sure I could find it. So <laughs> wow, that is commitment. That, that is commitment. Right, moving on to the next point then, David. Yeah, so we... we <laughs> he, just, he just wants me to carry on talking, then. Listeners, if, 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 you, if we're straight with the lack of progress we're making, go and find this video, because <laughs> you will understand why we're, we're struggling. We will embed it on the story, don't yeah. worry. Uh, yeah, so game week six talking points. So we're, we're moving yeah. forward now. Yeah, yeah, thanks for reminding me. We need to move. <laughs> we need to... Um, we don't want to get too... Uh, to forget oh. about how disastrous Harry Kane was last week. Oh, so yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big question on everyone's lips seems to be Man City. Can I have that back? <laughs> Can I have the milk back? Cheers. Tell what, Baron, why don't you just I'll become just, the host for the next ten minutes? And carry on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Manchester City, as we all know, put six goals past Watford on Saturday at Vicarage Road. Is it Vicarage Lane or Vicarage Road? It is Vicarage... Mm, I don't Vicarage know. Lane. Vicarage, Vicarage, Vicarage Lane. Chili? I think. <laughs> That's all. Chili's is our life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, Sergio Aguero, who has obviously been the king of FPL over the past two or three years, he sort of went down in price this season. We felt he was going to be playing second fiddle to Gabriel Jesus. Yep. But it, it would appear that Pep has, seems to have settled down with his tinkering, and Aguero and Jesus are getting quite a decent number of minutes um, playing together. And as people will know by now, 
Make Leclerc a banged in a hat trick. Yeah. And could have had four if Sterling went him off the penalty. So, <laughs> yeah. um, it's panic stations, isn't it? Oh. Is that what you two are feeling about this? I mean, I, I was possibly going to ride out the wave, but when you look at City at home to Palace, I mean, that's almost a season changer. I mean, yeah. Aguero could hit you know, three or four again. So, I mean, you, it's terrifying. Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> I feel very terrified right now. I think, yeah, it's, it's tough because he's rising in price as well. So it's not even a case of you can get him at a discount price anymore. Mm. He's now, if you had Lukaku from the beginning Lukaku, of the yeah. season, it's now a like for like swap because of the rise in Lukaku's price. And like you say, the run is so good. Personally, what I'm going to try and do, I want to hold on to Kane because I do think that eventually he will be what he was last year. Mm. But um, where short-term feel, though. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, where I'm trying to cover City is either in defence or midfield. Right. Um, and actually, if, if we're talking about regrets, as we have. A little bit uh, earlier on, I brought in Mares for Özil for this game week, and on Thursday night it was like, right, it's going to be either Mares or David Silva, and I was like, well, David Silva did play in the Champions League, they're playing Watford, so he'll probably rotate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with Mares. Mares does nothing. Silva gets two assists. So I think David Silva, if you if you want to hold on to Kane and Lukaku and you haven't got enough money to get Jesus in attack, if you look at maybe David Silva in midfield, then. Provided that the Kaku and Kane score, you're covering those bases. That's what I'm going to do anyway. What about you, Jack? You obviously have Jesus. So. I've got Jesus, yeah. I won't be getting Aguero in. You must be pleased then. Yeah. In fact, you've already got Jesus. <coughs> the fact is he's played them together quite a lot this season, yeah. which, which is, is, a, is a big bonus. So you don't have to worry about selection anymore, do you? playing one or the other. But, you know, again, when you see... We've all been through this. When you see a team where you've got players involved so you have the Kane at the weekend. Yeah. But when you see a team that you've got players involved winning 6-0, you want them to do done more than just score a goal. You yeah, that's true. Jesus, six goals. He must have at least it's got true, two yeah. assists. So, actually, when I saw we only have one goal, no bonus points from a 6-0 win, <coughs> I wasn't disappointed, yeah. which I think you would be. Um, it's no, it's no surprise that Guerrero's come to form. Really, it was yeah. always going to happen at some point. Um, it's just that it's just tinkering, isn't it? Yeah, that's why. It's yeah. the lack of starts that kind of scared us off. That it would appear that Aguero is now going to be a regular starter, and I think uh, Pep described him as a Man City legend at the weekend. Yeah, he's how many goals away from being the all-time top goal scorer? Is it two or three? Something I like think, that. Um, an interesting point to notice is that City are playing the League Cup this week. Yeah, that's so true. Wait for the League Cup game against. Is it West Brom? Mm-hmm. That's look right, at that right. team sheet forensically oh, yeah. and just work it out. If Aguero doesn't start or gets pulled at 60 minutes, then he's going to play on Saturday. Same yeah. with Azuz. But don't. I know people are jumping on. He's gone to 11-6 now. He was 11-4 last week. He's had a week. double price rise since You've Saturday. Got, same just Tuesday. please be patient because yeah. it could be you know, Pogba all over again. You bring you bring Aguero in against before the West Brom game. He gets injured. You've ruined your game week. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, I don't know. I mean... Thankfully, De Bruyne, who's been our sort of oh. biggest regret so far this season, only got one assist from the six. And like Jack was saying, in a six-nil win, yes. we'd have wanted De Bruyne to do a bit more than one oh, assist. Yeah, so thankfully, team, yeah. he's not making us regret too much. I don't know if David Silva's going to be enough coverage. I just think Jesus yeah. and Aguero could bang in a lot of goals. And Kane is just killing me. Lukaku <laughs> saved himself. Yeah. And I know Spurs have got the fixtures. But just when you're paying that much money into Kane, he's got to be scoring at least once a week, if not like you know, getting up to They've played some of the teams where you would have expected to score, Burnley, no. you know, Swansea. So, so where are you two at with, with, with it's, it's tricky because everyone was saying that if they were going to get... Weirdly enough, people were buying uh, um, Aguero and replacing him, putting him in for Lukaku, <laughs> I should say, on Saturday night. That was a very common transfer, which is why Aguero increased in price, I think, before Sunday had even happened. So, that, you, know, what, you know, people are panicking, obviously. They're taking out Lukaku before he's played, but as Berens said, he's saved himself, hasn't he? Because actually, mm. 
you, when you're paying that much money for someone, you need them to be explosive. Goal and assist, I yeah. consider them to be explosive. Yeah. Three bonus points. That's exactly what you need. Kane obviously hasn't done that. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I, I need to. Uh, price rises is going to be a key thing because if David Silva goes up again, then I might not be able to get him out for get him in. Um, defenders as well. Like I, I like the look of Otamendi because he's the most common City player. As long as I have some City coverage elsewhere, I don't mind keeping Kane, especially if he's away from home at West Ham, a team he traditionally scores against. A team, a, a didn't stadium. do very well last season, though. No, it didn't, didn't do as well last season, but I, I would rather have Kane away from home than I would at home, almost, because he doesn't have to... Clearly, he has some Wembley hoodoo, although the problem is, is that we know he can do it because he scored two goals against Thorpe. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that, and I think I would like to have him for his away games, but for that much money, he's yeah. got a good home and away. Yeah. And he, he hit the post again, though, didn't we he? We hit the bar. And I was, I was happy bar, keeping yeah. Kane. I was quite smug because you and I kept him, and he, and he suffered sales. He dropped in price, but I was pleased that I kept him, especially at the Everton game. Yeah. But I was I was happy to keep him because I didn't think there were that, that many other viable options. Yeah, I mean that's the, the I, thing I thought is. City hadn't quite kicked in yet. Jesus was sort of hadn't quite exploded. Morata hasn't quite got there. Chelsea's fixtures don't appeal to me. Lacazette doesn't appeal to me. So I was thinking, no, I'm, I'm happy to, to ride out a few bad weeks with Kane. But now yeah. Aguero is doing that, and I know it's a bandwagon. But at home to Palace could be destructive. Could be ten nil. It? it could be destructive. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm terrified. You yeah. had a mate that had him as captain Aguero, didn't you? And yeah, I had, a mate, shot he, I had a mate. He made a wild card at the weekend, uh, and uh, he brought in Aguero, captained him, and I sort of eyes emoji, <laughs> captaining Aguero at Watford, <coughs> hat trick. But for the record, and Chris won't listen to this, but I am still top of that mini league. <laughs> that is true. Um, in terms of because um, yeah, with Kane and coverage elsewhere. My head sort of telling me maybe if you are going to get rid of Kane, you should I've got Ali, keep. so I'm, 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 I might well just sort of yeah, Ali's a cheaper way. Ali or Ericsson could be if you're going to sell Kane and get Aguero, and we're not so sure that Silva's going to be as important to City mm. as Ali or uh, Ericsson exactly. would be. Ali's almost playing up front. You could swap uh, Aguero for Kane, and then maybe one of your other midfielders. If you still got Pogba, you could, and you've got a bit of money cover difference. You could place. cover that Spurs place either with Ali, who will play more in the league than he will in Champions League. Cause obviously, got that Which I, and, and, and it's good you mention that, Dave, because that's that's another reason why I am so close to selling Kane. Yeah. Like, it's, Kane is seriously at risk in my team. Like, I just, I think Aguero is just terrifying. Mm. It, it's, it's so hard when you've got those expensive players. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. the good thing, the, the good thing about Lukaku as well. We, we talked briefly just a minute ago about how he rescued his week. It's not the first time Man you've done that this season. It's yeah. against Swansea. They, yeah, this year they have the ability to score goals even when they're not not playing their best football. Yeah. So, the so Kaku that, clearly has that more than Kane. But I don't know if Spurs have that yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Um, moving on to a couple of other game week six talking points then. Um, one person, one team that we put down is Burnley because mm-hmm. they have a very nice looking run. And rather than having a five million goalkeeper in their team who's very good at making saves, they now have a four point five million goalkeeper in their team. In Nick Pope, who is not a ufologist, by the way. I don't know if you remember seeing that. There's a, there's a ufologist called Nick Pope, and loads of Burnley fans went and followed him on Twitter, and he had to tell them, no, I'm not the goalkeeper, I'm actually an American ufologist, so stay away. But, you know, certainly get him in your fantasy team if you are unhappy, perhaps, maybe with Ben Foster's pictures coming up. Because uh, West Brom have a bit of a tricky run coming up. Burnley's is a much nicer run, and obviously, at the moment, they're the same price. Um, but, I mean, have you guys looked at Burnley's back line? Tark- Tarkowski and me look good. Yeah, Tarkowski looks very good for It's just weird, weird for me. Like, I've just always struggled to... I just can't bring myself to include Bernie Sanders. <coughs> I don't know what it is. And it was the same with Sunderland when they had Van Anholt. He was scoring, getting low points from assists and whatnot. But a certain team, and I don't know what it is, but I just can't bring myself yeah. to bring their defenders in. And if I did, I don't think I'd ever pick them. Which I know is weird coming for someone that's got two Huddersfield defenders. <laughs> but that... I, so if I bought any Bernie defenders in, I don't think I'd ever pick them in my starting eleven. Oh, okay. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. So just well, yeah, really. I mean... I mean, I know what you mean because they are a team that, like last season, they were very good at home, but they tailed off massively even at home. 
they kind of did the job of staying up and then they nearly went down because they kind of just timed their flip-flops, I guess, a, a little bit too early. And um, that's the thing, is that they could, you know, they're not, they're, they're not bang on necessarily clean sheet every week, but when they do keep a clean sheet, they absolutely clean up the bonus points. Um, they can win 2-0 with goals from, say, Vokes and Hendrik, for example, but you'll still get three bonus points on Heaton, Keane and one of the other defenders. I mean, we certainly saw that a lot last year. So... <coughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly looking at them. I've looked at um, the goalkeeper more than... I'm happy with who's in my defence. Obviously, I had Ben Davis this week, which is a massive low point for me, seeing him not get involved in a clean sheet at Swansea, because, again, that would have saved me the chilli <laughs> uh, in the long term. Just let people know how you're getting on for the <coughs> podcast. It, it's all right. sniffing a lot. Yeah, I'm sniffing, I'm coughing, my throat oh, feels like it's on yeah. fire. I mean, I'm, 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 for those who don't know, I, I'm, I'm ginger, so I look pretty red anyway. But So if it's noticeably more red, it must be pretty bad. Do you want, I've got a pack of them. No, I'm, oh. you know what, Jack? I'm fine. I'm, good, good, I'm, for a, good for a week. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, for the rest of my life, thank you very much. Um, but you've mentioned some. You've mentioned Huddersfield, and actually, I've written down a question on, on here: Is it time to ditch Huddersfield because they're not? They, they haven't kept as many clean sheets in the last two game weeks as before. They lost at West Ham. They've gone and drawn one all at Leicester. Munier's out. Munier is out, and didn't really do much in game week two onwards anyway. He was a bandwagon very quickly and he hasn't really delivered and as, uh, seemingly with the fact that the Quattro, I think I've pronounced that correctly, played quite well, seemed quite lively against Leicester and did score a goal. Could potentially be um, you know, a, a replacement but you know, as you just you pulled up the fixtures there, Jack, they've, in the next five uh, game weeks they've got f- three fixtures that are registered four mm. on, the, on the FDR which is at home against Spurs, um, at home against Man United and away at Liverpool. So, Obviously, you've got two Huddersfield players in your wildcard team. Mm-hmm. Have you got doubts about that? No, because I don't have to pick them in my start. That's true. The, the thing that I said said last week, and the, the strongest thing for my me using my wildcards, I didn't have a bench that played at all. Yeah. So now I've got those options where I have other defenders that were playing. Before, I had Holgate, who barely played, and I had Hunemeyer um, from, from Brighton. The thing, I, I, no, I, didn't watch, I haven't watched any match today. I haven't watched any highlights from the weekend, because as we've already said, we're travelling back from uh, Bury on Saturday night. But... In the games I have watched of Huddersfield, they, they, they do look quite strong defensively. I know they can see the odd goal here and there, but they're going to do that. Every team has conceded yeah. goals. So the, the, the low price for me outweighs the fixtures scheduling, bearing in mind I've got other players to come off my bench. So I, I wouldn't keep Mooney any longer, that, that's for sure. I got rid of him. Yeah. But I wouldn't be panicking that, you know, as much as you don't want to jump on a Bama when they keep clean sheets, you don't want to jump on a Bama because they've had two games where they've not kept a clean sheet, if that Good makes point. sense. <coughs> no there wouldn't be the backbone of my team, though. They're away at Burnley next week, yes. which could easily be a nil-nil. So you know, and then the key thing is if you don't start them, other people in the team don't play. You know that at least Love and Schindler, or is it Schindler? Yeah. Schindler. You know that they will play because they're key parts of that defence. So which will be more than I had before. Yeah, exactly. Um, Baron, what about you? I can't remember. Have you got any Huddersfield players? I haven't. No, I've, uh, I've avoided that bandwagon. I think I've kept a close eye on the FDR, and I think if you didn't get a Huddersfield player in the first couple of weeks, the, the fixtures did turn. So uh, yeah. I haven't. I think for me, as I've alluded to, I'm, what I haven't mentioned yet is I had um, two free transfers last week. Oh, sorry, yes. sorry, I didn't make a transfer last week, so I've got two this week. So I've got a bit. I've got a bit of a plan, and I think uh, Kane is at risk, and I think Hegazi may now be at risk because West Brom's fixtures have turned, and Hegazi's price will surely drop at some point. Yeah. Uh, then our final game we're talking about is uh, are Everton the new Palace? Because obviously what we've talked about is that Everton's fixtures do get a bit nicer, but been, and they have played against some really decent teams, but they've they've been awful, haven't they? Mm. 
what do you what do you think about Everton players then? Sigurdsson was always going to be sort of the the big one that um, the people were looking at. I mean, there's Holgate was always was a, was a very decent um, low price way into that Everton defence, but he's now not guaranteed of a start. But you're right at the start of the season, they had a few assets, didn't they, that mm-hmm. were intriguing us, and we were looking at it and thinking, right, game week six is the week you get them in, and then they've got an incredible run to game week twenty one, I think it is, but. It's been very little there. I mean, I think only Swansea have had fewer shots on target. I so think they've had right. six shots on target in the last four games. There was seven in their best part. There's very little there to go with, and yeah. you know, even even the defence doesn't look um, doesn't look particularly solid. So um, I don't. I think I wait wait really. Yeah, I think see how they go when they're. I'm, quite, I'm quite excited about Pickford. I, I don't think they'll be conceding as many goals. Yeah, Pickford. Pickford, Pickford will get the, the I, safe I, points. I, I'm watching Everton, they just don't look like scoring at all. So that that would be my concern. If you've got any attacking Everton players, yeah. that's there's just no one to put away Sigurdsson set pieces. Finally, then we're going to look at some questions before I go and dug my head in a bucket of water. Um, we've got three questions as ever. Uh, we're going to split them up one each. So, Jack, we'll start with you. Um, should I triple Captain Aguero for game week six at home against Crystal Palace? Asks Amy Amir. I know what I would say, but what would the government say? No, I, th- I think there's, there's, there's double game weeks that will come up at some point. It's worth keeping hold of the triple captain for them, I, I think. That being said, had someone triple Captain Aguero this week, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they would have got, what, a, a, 60, a, 60, 60 points. 60 points, so I, I wouldn't do it. I can understand the sort of merits, but those are the, always the type of games where you think it's going to be a 5 or 6 nil win and it ends up being 0-0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always Painful, those type of games. Yeah. <coughs> if, you, if you save it for a week where there's two fixtures, you've got two bites of the cherry, two chances for two hat-tricks. Yep. So no, I, w- I, I mean, I wouldn't do it just yet. And, and you've just heard the, the gutsiest gut man ever say don't play your triple captain for game week six so if you're listening to this and thinking of doing it if he's not going to do it you shouldn't either I think today you've got the nickname of the gut man <laughs> well in about an hour's time it's all going to be about my gut um, then uh, Baron um, Gil Prab has asked I've played my wild card this week should I put in Eden Hazard good question um, he's back isn't he yeah I mean, the, the fact you've played your wild card does make it more of a more worth considering if it been just a standard transfer then probably not but I think for the price he's at, no at the moment. I think if you've got your wild card, you're gonna have, still going to have roughly 100 million to spend. I think you can pack that midfield with a lot of better options, with better fixtures at lower prices. So Hazard is, is too expensive what he is at the moment. We expected him to start against Arsenal at the weekend, and he didn't. I think he will come in and start this weekend, but... Um, no, uh, Gil or Jill. I think you should uh, you, sh- you should wait for a, a couple of weeks at least. Maybe allow yourself an exit strategy for one of your midfielders or two of them to sort of move the money around, but um, not just yet. No. Cool. Thank you very much. And then the final question is from uh, Hesham, who says, uh, "Should I get Kalazanak or Aspilicueta?" I'll take this one. Um, I think that's quite an easy one personally because uh, Kalazanak is a little bit cheaper uh, and he has a better fixture run in the next couple of weeks in terms of. Uh, clean sheets and but is also more offensively important as well. So if he's cheaper, more likely to get assists and goals. And for me, you've got to go first. Arsenal's fixtures are incredible. Arsenal have just, a just very, very good run. And he's made of stern stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, he's an absolute tank. Could have had his leg broken at the weekend by David Luiz, but was fine. So. Before we finish, I'd just like to wrap up the fact that I'm petrified because I've not had a single response. Not a single response. Oh, so right, I'm, so. I'm quite scared to go out there in case there's hordes of people waiting. Well, to like you said, they, my head off. they might be waiting in the toilet. They could be yeah, wanting to help you. Very, very, very keen. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be staying away from the toilet. Right, so thankfully that brings us to the end of the podcast so I can go away and just sit down in, in a room and cry for a bit. Um, so just to, as usual, we'd just like to point out that later on in the week we'll have uh, plenty of stuff for you to read. Um, take a look at um, the article we're going to have later, to, uh, later today, so on Tuesday, about how well uh, the advice team did well in, uh, in Game Week 5. We'll also have the usual who to sign for Game Week 6, who should be your captain, and yeah, so stay tuned there. So uh, we'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team, so if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Nu bij Tele2, de Huawei P20. Omdat het kan. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Ik omdat het kan.